Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Roundtable Podcast with Miles, Joe, and Zach. You can find us on Twitter at PodRoundtable. Feel free to DM us with any content ideas or anything of the like. Hope you guys enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Roundtable Podcast with just Joe and Zach today. Um, Miles got hung up with some life stuff, some technical difficulties uh, on Mother's Day, so it'll just be uh, it'll just be Joe and I today. But that's not a big deal. We can we can hold it down for now. Um, today we're going to be talking about the NBA, the possible return to play, um, even concerning Walt Disney World. I know it's a big big topic right now. And uh, does the winner, like the eventual champion, do they get an asterisk uh, for a shortened season and all this kind of stuff that's happening? So. Joe, I know you had some opening topics you wanted to talk about with this, so if you want to just go right ahead. Yeah, first thing, um, obviously, we're recording on Mother's Day. This will be released tomorrow, so which will be Monday, but happy belated Mother's Day then to yes, happy Mother's all Day. whom we have that are fans <laughs> of the pod, but if you are listening, happy belated Mother's Day. But yeah, first topic off the bat for me is definitely the Keith Smith article about the NBA potentially playing in Walt Disney World. When he wrote it, my understanding was this wasn't like a report. It was, hey, I used to work for Disney. I have a, like, this would work. Like, there's yeah, a lot of was, hotels, all, like, there's a lot of spaces. Yeah, like, it was a lot of, like, this is this is an idea that could work. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of laid it out, and it makes a ton of sense. Um, there's, like, over 30 hotels on the Walt Disney World property in Orlando, so, like, each team could have their own hotel if they really wanted to. Like, there'd be meeting spaces. I don't know if they would actually do every hotel. I would imagine the idea would be to, like, keep them in only, like, one or two big ones that would just work. To try to, yeah, sure just try to keep it, like, mainly sanitary. Less maintenance, stuff like that. Yeah, to make sure it's, like, yeah, it'd be easier cost-wise, too. Plus, like, obviously, I know that parts of Disney World are reopening. Um, not of the parks, but, like, the, the shops and restaurant area in Florida. Mm-hmm. Downtown Disney is starting to reopen, I think, next week, like, somewhere around the 18th or so. Um, so, like, it's not like they're going to be able to take over all of Walt Disney World. But with having the ESPN World of Sports down there, there's plenty of basketball courts. There's plenty of broadcast reviews. Um, really just they have all of the facilities that they'll need and it is like a really interesting opportunity for the NBA and I am 100% on board. Yeah, um I think it I felt the same way that uh I thought it was a great idea but I, I didn't know if it was wholly realistic just because the topic almost felt like it was something like we do on a podcast like spitballing with your friends that hey can they bring back like to Disney World like a <laughs> a resort type of thing like that that almost seems like a like a fairy tale kind of thing but I think it's perfect. Um they have all the sight lines, all the broadcast things they need. They have a bunch of basketball courts. Like you said, they have a bunch of hotels. It literally is the perfect place, probably in the country, to reopen in a, in a state of a pandemic like this. Um, I also think it, it possibly, again, this wasn't record, uh, reported by either Keith Smith or Shams, but this is just like kind of my own hypothetical thing, is that a big deal with the Las Vegas thing was Ooh, can you get the players to not spend time with family and friends? Like, how can you keep them away from everybody completely isolated for multiple months? Which is a perfectly fair concern. Like, I don't know how you'd go months upon months without seeing out anybody. And so, now, with this, can you afford to let the players bring maybe two or three family members or friends that they want to with them to Disney World and put them in, like, hotel rooms with them? Again, this then you kind of start 
have to start drawing lines because it'll get a little hectic. But for example, could like could a Jason Tatum bring his mom and his kid? Like that's who he cares about the most. Like he lives with both of them. Could he bring them to quarantine with him in a, in a resort? That'd be cool for Deuce, his kid, because I mean he's literally living at Disney World for a couple months. Um, and then his mom would be near him, and I think that would kind of solve a lot of the players' concerns over not like could could LeBron bring Brawny, Savannah. <clears throat> Bryce um, and then his, his daughter I forget his daughter's name but could he bring all of them like could could the players bring family with them to try to make the quarantine less quarantine-y um, and so that was one thing that stuck out immediately to me as soon as that Shams reported that it was really being talked about and it was being taken serious it was like okay so this might be in motion and there, therefore are they are they ironing out plans to, to let them bring guests and family and friends and stuff like that but overall I think it'd be perfect because um, within the Keith Smith uh, article I think it I think it was like midway down it was it was towards the bottom I think it's when he starts talking about them actually playing and he says that they could run multiple games on multiple courts at like all throughout times of the day to try to make up for lost time that they've um that they haven't had since the season got postponed and so that'd be like a basketball fan's dream you'd have basketball almost 24-7 all day on probably ESPN like whatever they're going to be broadcasting on but You'd have constant basketball. You could get neutral site fans more involved just because everyone's dying for sports. Um, viewership would definitely be up because everyone's starred for any content at all. Um, I think it'd be awesome. I'm, I'm totally down for it, but it, it remains to be seen how fully realistic it is just because we've heard of plenty of things so far. You know, again, like I said before, like the Las Vegas thing, and they've had maybe just a few sites of like normal um, like cities. So it remains to be seen if it happens or not, but I would, I would love it to happen because man i need some basketball soon or something for sure i definitely think um adam silver would 100 percent try to figure out a way to make it feel less quarantine i think we've talked about it before like adam silver is the best commissioner in professional sports right now and mm-hmm. the nba is so big on mental health and they've had those joint statements with the players union about making sure that the players understand what their resources are um, because obviously it's incredibly difficult to travel that much and to not sleep this much. Like they know they have like a sleep problem and all of these different things to make sure that the player's well-being is taken care of. Like I would be shocked if Adam Silver wasn't trying to figure out a way to make sure that the players were comfortable, at least to the best of their ability, as long as they're not like violating any federal guidelines and things like that. So yeah. I could definitely see a scenario where maybe they get to bring one person with them. Um, I think it'd be remain. It would remain to be seen if they'd be allowed to watch the games. I think that's something where it's probably not going to happen because they. Yeah, probably I would have say they wouldn't be able no to bring fans. anybody with them there. Yeah. Yeah, they probably just have to live there. And it honestly, I was thinking about it while you're talking about it. It sounds like a Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> like <laughs> that's what it kind of sounds like. It, like, it sounds World. like some weird like. <laughs> Oh, like not maybe like obviously not pandemic and it being the NBA. Yeah, but it sounds like like a summer basketball camp that everybody can watch. It's like yeah, like it, well, it, it almost it almost sounds like it was like a like a high school like basketball movie, and there was an issue with this tournament happening at their school, and then it was so like oh Disney World, Disney World decided <laughs> that they'll host us because the. Uh, because the president of Disney is an alma mater of one of the schools yeah. and he felt bad. And then it's like all of these kids living it up in Disney. Like it sounds like a Disney channel movie. No, like, that's yes, exactly. It doesn't I feel like feel they make like a real whole life. movie out of that thing. And that's what, that's what seems so cool to me. It's like, it's obviously, um, again, very hypothetical, but like, could you imagine years and years and years in the future, like 2040 and we like, we're talking like amongst ourselves or like kids and like 
the older, like the newer generations that what have do you been mean, born. You mean like, me, Miles, and you are still doing this podcast in yeah, it's twenty years from now. Yeah, and we're yeah. telling our younger viewers that. Um, like you guys weren't even around for when they played a whole fucking half a season at Disney World. Like, that's like the ultimate boomer thing to be like, yeah, you weren't Back even here. Back in my when I was day, <laughs> they played a season at Disney World. It was like that'd be oh, that's just so cool. Um, just because it's like a little city, like it is, like it's like a little city that that you'd think from like a Disney Channel original that like you see on like a Saturday night and it's like wicked cheesy or some shit. Like they're literally putting hundreds of players in a quarantine in a little city and playing basketball all the time. Just like, just for the fucking hell of it. And so, um, one more thing that I remember Keith Smith bringing up that is actually really big for this is that Disney world can, they, they're obviously like, again, their own little city. They can block off, um, parts of roads and they have a hospital or like medical centers near the, um, near the resort. And so if a player got injured, it wouldn't be like, okay, now we're actually stuck in a fucking resort. What are we going to do for this guy? Like, there's an actual hospital down the street, um, if I remember the story or the, the report correctly. And so that's huge because, I mean, we've seen, whether it be a Hayward-type injury or even just a guy rolling their ankle and they need x-rays to see if it broke or something like that, or any ligaments are torn for MRI, like, being able to go to medical centers and get um, x-rays and stuff like that is huge. It's key. So that being on the property a couple minutes down the road from wherever they'd be playing, that would be, that would be huge. Um, and it just adds to the realistic factor that maybe this could really happen. Yeah. The, yeah. The roads are, cause it's all private property. I'm pretty sure like Buena yeah. Vista drive or like whatever road it is. I don't know if it's Buena Vista drive. I feel like that might be it, but I could be wrong. Um, like those are like the roads to go into the properties. Like those are all private. So they could absolutely block those off. So people couldn't get anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely think it's realistic. I think it's. I think honestly, I think if they do return to play this year, it's that's the scenario that yeah. happens. Yeah, I, I, I can't really think of another one that makes as much sense. Like, is again, when Keith Smith reported it, it felt like okay, this is a little. It's realistic, but in the sense that like fans think a lot of things are realistic. Like, oh, they could definitely do this and this, but then when you talk to real professionals, like, no, actually, you'd have to go by this and this. And, like, there's a lot of people think things are realistic when they're really not because they don't get into that much detail, but. As soon as you heard Shams report it, then it was like, okay, now the front offices and the executives and the higher-ups of the NBA, they're really taking this seriously. And that's huge to me because as soon as you heard that, then it means like, okay, now we might be making real ground here. Um, but that also kind of brings back to a, a, a different segment we wanted to transition to, is that regardless of wherever the hell they come back and if they do, do you think that the champion gets an asterisk? I, I personally don't, and I'll argue why later, but I've seen like, multiple people on Twitter say like oh yeah of course it's an asterisk like it's it's such a it's such a, a flummox situation I don't and I'll, I'll wait to make my case in a second but yeah do you think they get an asterisk I think it depends I think it depends on what happens if they return to play right so if they were just like okay we're jumping right into the playoffs um I think I'd be let I mean if they jump right into the playoffs but it's still like the full seven game series for all four rounds I would say probably no, because sure, you might have a couple of fan bases that were fighting for a seven or an eight seed. They might complain like, oh, we, you know, we would have made a run like we could have got into the playoffs. Um, Like, for example, I think like the Pelicans were making a run for a playoff spot if they weren't already in a playoff spot. Yeah, they're right behind the Grizzlies for the eight seed. Yeah, because that's the only reason why I knew that was because praying the Grizzlies fell out of the playoffs (laughs) for their pick for the Celtics, but... Like, for example, like I could see maybe some New Orleans fans and some Zion stands being like, you know, he would have made the playoffs, like, asterisk on that year. You know, that Corona yeah. took over the year, like, whatever. Um, but for me, like, if they play the full playoffs, 
I would say there's no asterisk. I think if you were to then say, okay, we need to shorten rounds, we need to because we want to make sure we get regular season games back in. So we're gonna play the lat like 15 regular season games, and then we're gonna have the first two rounds be best of three, and then the best of five, and then the finals be best of seven. I think there you have a case for mm-hmm. if there's like because let's let's be real, if it was like the first like a best of three, and a team goes up two two nothing, but then in game three they get their doors blown off, and it's two one. Everyone's conventional logic is okay. That see that that series isn't over. Yeah. But if it's a best of three, then it already was or best over. to first to three. Yeah. Then it's like all right. Well, it's two to one. They have two chances to win it. So, for me, if like if you shorten the playoff series, like yeah, you kind of have to give it a little bit of an asterisk. If they go wild, like my crazy idea, a couple like a month ago about throw every team into a bracket and March <laughs> Madness it just for fun because who cares at this point? Um, I actually don't do that because I want more games than that. But that would be exciting. <laughs> Um, the obviously there's an asterisk there. So yeah, the, for me, it, it really just depends on the playoff length. I completely agree. Um, I'm yeah, I'm operating under the guise that it'll be normal or generally normal at least. Um, because I think there's they all there's there's like a guaranteed ramp up period. I think there, there's like a 15 day. I think it is 15 day return to basketball that Windhorse is talking about, where it's like practicing and camps, um, and stuff like that, like getting players back back active because I know LeBron I think it was LeBron talked about it that older teams have a harder time coming back to play because they're just flat out older it takes a while to get them going um get them in rhythm and so stopping and starting constantly that might affect a team like the Lakers um so I could see a case there that like if it was a best of three and it took LeBron and the rest of that team to get going and all of a sudden they lose the series before it was even really started um I could see a case there but assuming that it's like a at least a best of five in every series and you get the 15-day um, ramp-up-to-play-basketball thing where everybody's playing basketball and everyone's doing drills and they're all on the same equal ground, then I think you have no case for an asterisk. Just asterisk. Just because if it was like, a, I don't know, say like for some reason the Bucks didn't get to play basketball. Like say, say you were required to do all this at your own team facilities in Milwaukee and Wisconsin. They didn't allow anybody to go to the Bucks facility and do anything. But say the, I don't know, who's the Bucks first-round matchup? Who's the eighth seed in the, in the East? Um, uh, is it the magic? Let's just say the magic. I don't know. It might be the magic. Um, let's just say the magic. I, I can pull it up. Oh, I'll so, pull it up. so Florida, exactly. Florida could. They return to sports. They're fine. They can go to their practice facility and they're getting shots and all that. But Wisconsin and Milwaukee and the Bucks are sitting there and they can't do anything. And then they get in a playoff series and the Magic are really fucking. They're ready to play, and the Bucks are rusty. And then the the Bucks lose. Like maybe then I can see. You know the Bucks never had a chance to ramp up. But assuming everybody's all ramping up at the same time and they're all doing the same thing, then you're all on equal footing. Like. If you couldn't get as ready as fast as the other guys, I mean, it is what it is. I'm sorry, but you all had an equal chance to do it. Um, it was the magic. It was the magic. Okay, so yeah, so that good for my you. hypothetical scenario worked. Um, but yeah, as long as it's equal footing and they don't shorten the series to like past games of five, like if it goes to best of five, that's that's a little a little iffy, but it's still not too bad because that is five games is generally a, a good enough sample size sometimes. Um, I I also think too like if it's best of five, like first game, like best of five for i don't know like the i would first say the first round. two rounds yeah. if it's the first round i think it's okay mainly because like the first round besides the four five matchup it's seeding it's always goes to seed yeah like the you one just, seed the two seed the, the one seed, like, they out always the win yeah like does anyone um, think the magic have a real shot at beating the box i mean yeah because like let's we can play this out right like we're looking at the, the standings now you'd have bucks versus the magic bucks easily bucks, bucks, bucks and four 
Raptors versus the Nets, and Kevin Durant just Katie came out and, and said he's not coming not back playing. no matter what. Now, not to interrupt you, but that would be an asterisk. If Katie and Kyrie returned and the Nets all of a sudden won the fucking championship, then it'd be like, okay, that's bullshit, because in a real term year, you guys wouldn't have had Katie and Kyrie, and so that gets an asterisk, um, just because of this extenuating circumstance. But assuming Katie and Kyrie are not well, there, so KD actually came out. I think it might have been today. He yeah, he said, said he well, he's not playing. Yeah, anymore. he said he's not going to come back yeah. and play. So um, the Raptors are not going to lose to the Nets. No, no, they they destroy the Nets. And again, then four or five games. Now you could. Three, I mean, six. I don't think it'll happen. It's Celtics yeah. right now. It'd be Celtics Sixers. I'm still going Celtics in like six there, um, in a normal seven game series, just because uh, I think that last time they played. That really sh- and the Celtics did all that without Kemba in that last game. I don't make the, I don't mean to make this sound like a, a real total Celtics episode, but they really showed the Celtics have the upper hand in that matchup because the big men are not as big of a deal as it um as it really was played up to be. Because go let Embiid get whatever he wants. Get, let Embiid get thirty and fifteen if he wants to, because they'll just the Celtics will clog up the rest of the floor, and that team that that Philly team can't fucking shoot. I mean, yeah, not even that. Like, they don't have to worry about guarding anybody else outside of, like, 20 feet. Yeah. And so... You can really play on, like, double-teaming Embiid, and then, like, Simmons ain't going to shoot a three. Like, they don't have guys that can shoot. So, that's 100%. I agree with that. Like, but anyways, like, that's the... Like, okay, so maybe the 3-7... The 3-6, excuse me. um, The 3 seed versus the 6 seed is the one matchup where you first start to look at a game, a series and go, okay, if you shortened it to five games instead of seven, yeah. maybe a six seed sneaks through when they shouldn't have, or maybe um, they were making a comeback and they could have, like, like because also it goes the other way, right? Like, if the Celtics win games one and two, or, yeah, games one and two, but then the Sixers come out and blow the Celtics' doors off in game three, and it's like, okay, and then they win game four, but they lose game five. It's like, all right, well, it's that over, was a yeah. seven game series. Like it could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. And they're pl- they're probably playing a floor uh, seating there too. Like Celtics win both games at home, and the Sixers win both games at home, and the Celtics win five at home, and then they never got a chance to go back to Philly for six. So I could definitely see that too, no doubt. Um, but not enough to be able to be like, if the Celtics hypothetically won a championship, like yo, that that puts an asterisk on that. Um, yeah, I agree. And then who's four or five? It's the Pacers and who. Pacers and I'm blanking on the other two. Heat. Heat's Heat. the four seed. Pacers are the five seed. <sighs> and so that one, that's where it starts to go either way. Yeah, I would um, probably go Heat there, um, just because Oladipo still. I mean, this did not help Oladipo at all, just because he needed to knock rust off, and now more is accumulating. So I would probably still go Heat there. Um, but that's yeah, that's definitely one where I could see a toss up where five games might affect it. But for the most part, I don't think it really. You really have a case. You're all on the same. You're all on the same footing, and everybody's dealing with the same shit. Like this is equally hard on everybody, and so um, no one's playing right now anyway. Like some guys are getting shots up at their house and stuff, fine, but no one's going through really extensive drills at at team facilities and stuff like that. Although there was that report. I don't know if you saw it. That guys have actually been sneaking into team facilities at times and like. No, doing, I didn't see that one. I I think it, I'm pretty sure unless it was like a fever dream that I had nights like many nights ago, but um, I'm pretty sure guys have been like sneaking into facilities or like getting practices in they shouldn't be doing um and it's, it's kind of known about but swept under the rug a bit just because they're generally following di- social distancing guidelines but it's 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 kind of an iffy topic but um so maybe that plays in a little bit but they're all you, generally on not the same a fever dream not a fever dream okay Zach, score one for Zach. yahoo sports uh had it um i think it was almost like a week on ago the f- on the first on may 1st okay yeah so like, sam amick had it too mm-hmm 
on well, the so what does the report say or talks about stuff um i'm quickly like scrolling headline through it. real quick yeah, multiple, according to multiple sources, um, many many players, if they don't have a private gym at home, are secretly are practicing secretly at their own gyms that are supposed to be closed. Yeah, so um, I'm guessing a lot more guys are doing that than we know, which would then throw it right back on equal footing because you're all doing it illegally anyway. But um, as far as I'm concerned, you're all we're all dealing with the same stuff here. They're all dealing with the same conditions, and so as long as they all get the same ample amount of time to ramp back up. And the series aren't like best of three or one game playoffs. I, I really don't think the Astros thing um, stands in much, just because it wouldn't yeah, make I mean, any the, sense the, for it. The too. bright side is though is that as of two days ago, from when we're recording this, um, some facilities were reopening. Yes. So I do think. I mean, I do. I do think that they need to figure out a game plan sooner than later. Like, I don't think and. I'm not going to be an example on every quarantine and COVID-19 regulation. I don't think the Celtics can go back to their gym yet with no, everything the governor's done. So can't. does that give them a disadvantage? Like, yeah. I think the NBA needs to say, like, if they're going to do everyone down in Disney. It'll they, have to be like a set date that they communicate with, with, with legitimate government like states. To like, yeah, like okay, they'll need to figure out a way up. to let them. Yeah, they got to figure out a way to get them back in their gyms or they need to figure out like, okay, you all need to get down here as soon as possible, so everybody has two weeks down here mm-hmm. to ramp up before we start. Yeah, um, I thought it was kind of interesting that we never really got the Adam Silver didn't flat out say that May first he'd put out a big statement about anything, but that was kind of like when he was back, and I think early April he was like, well, "Look, we won't know anything until like at least May first. And then May first came, and no one really said anything. And I think people were looking to that as like a an update day like are we gonna get something about even disney are we gonna get anything about anything and nothing really came that was a little disappointing to me just because i was hoping for some news whether it be good or bad like just kind of take us off this cliff we've been hanging on for a while but um i i would have to imagine if they're gonna do this they're gonna be doing it soon and so i would expect news on this by june which uh, that seems like a long time away but we're literally already almost two weeks into may and now honest honestly i feel like i feel like next week you think so I feel like it's got to be by next week because, or at least some semblance of news. Because, Something, yeah. So, like like we just said, like some of the facilities can reopen, but only the Cavs, Nuggets, and Trailblazers have planned to open, like open their practice facilities and anything. Mm-hmm. So that's only three teams. So like, you need, there needs to be some form or of communication, and maybe it's not a report like we're going to be given the information about yeah. like, oh, this is what's happening. But, like, the teams, I would say, they if they don't already know, they need to know by next week what the game plan is because if they're going to start to try to ramp up or figure out what they – or get, make travel plans and things like that, like, they got to they gotta figure it out. Like, they, they don't really have the time to sit and wait and then give, the other, give these three teams an advantage. Like, they need to figure it out. Um, I completely agree. And plus – I think it also, like, even beyond their own practice facilities, they also have to alert Disney, too. Like, that's going to take a decent amount of, like, getting ready for it to host hundreds and hundreds of players and team staff and all that. Um, even if it is a kind of a, a closed-off little city, that's still a lot of preparation. And so they can't just spring it on Disney and be like, all right, we'll be down there in five days. And then everything goes fucking haywire. So, Yeah, and, I feel like they probably have already been in negotiations. They've definitely been in though. contact with it, but to make it like public i think like they're gonna whether it is public or not is what i'm saying they're gonna have to tell somebody like they're gonna have to tell the players something like that because you can't just spring this on people and be like okay we're doing it now like there's there's always going to be a um a ramp up period to the ramp up period and so and they, there's also didn't they want to come back playing by 
July? Or was, did they want the playoffs done by July? There was something that came out of a report within the last month or so that um, they wanted the playoffs be done uh, by July or starting in July, something like that. And so that's pretty That's pretty soon. That's only a month and a half away. No, um, I I actually think you might have... Um, overshot it? No, yeah. I think you might be miss, You might have missed the... Um, missed that one. So there's... I'm pretty sure... I'm Zach trying to pull up one. an article now. Silver was quoted saying the season might not conclude until like October. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even so I did not see that. Okay. So that Oh, Jared, yeah, Jared Dudley tweeted it. What did he what did he say? Oh, he tweeted it yesterday. What uh, he, say? he heard he heard even October from Adam Silver today. Jesus. So that would definitely throw a wrench into like next season's plan and stuff too, which we were all kind of expecting anyway. But if they're gonna talk October, then maybe they don't even resume play till August. Oh, Shams, Shams was the one that said the season decision could go into June. So that's what it was. Okay, so they wouldn't yeah. make a, a decision on the season until June. So, yeah, they they wouldn't start the playoffs till late July, August, probably, something like that. So I guess they have more time than I thought. I I was a month early on all of that then. But the 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 general idea still stands, that whatever's going to be happening generally has to happen soon because there's going to be a ramp-up period to the ramp-up period. Um, yeah. And I think it'll be important to let everyone know what's going on and how they plan to proceed about things because there's a lot of things to get to get in line to be able to make this happen. Yeah, and I think too with that ramp up period, like I think like you said, the Lakers being a bit of an older team, like with LeBron, um, they could be a team that might come out cold to start. I think the Nuggets, just because Jokic can't start a season <laughs> in shape, he's always always overweight. Like, no. always. Always is, like, sluggish, isn't ready to play, and then has, like, every year has a glow-up by the All-Star break. Yeah. Um, I think that's a very real, real concern, just because while we while we kind of see these guys as, like, robots that just go out there and pre- perform, they are humans, so who knows what they're dealing with during this quarantine and so how that's, like, affecting them. They're going to need, a, they're gonna need a, a ramp up to return to basketball. Um and to knock off fat, rust, whatever, whatever it's gonna oh, be. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, if you don't have a home gym, like, what are you doing during yeah, this I mean, right now? Like, I am getting... just stuffing my face with like Bullshit. ramen, yeah. pizza. Like, make like, I am making everything under the sun. That I had a whole pizza healthy. today by myself. I mean, it wasn't a huge pizza. It was like a homemade whole grain one. But it, shit, I shouldn't be eating just because I don't have anything else. Um, yeah, and then you like start snacking on stuff because you're like, oh, I'm just watching TV again. Let me just go grab a bag of goldfish or a bunch of candy and just stuff my face. It's so apparent now that Tatum is 22 now more than ever just because if you ever look at his Snapchat story night, it's him eating something. Like, not, not that he's getting fat or anything, but like he usually has a snack and then he's on like Warzone, like Call of Duty Warzone or something like that, or like watching a movie at like 2 a.m. Like just fucking up his sleep schedule. So it's like. Oh, brutal. I don't like these guys have real lives and there's going to be real things to like make sure that they're back in playing shape um, to be able to do. And if they don't, I, I obviously they're going to account for it, but if they didn't, that's where the asterisk thing would come in. So I a hundred percent think that they're going to have to um, make some kind of plan for that because LeBron already complaining about it kind of seals the fate that they're going to have to make sure something happens because it's LeBron and you know, he gets what he wants. Cause he's going to whine his way into it. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's sorry. I had, I had to let my cat out there. <laughs> um, I think it's very. Uh, I think it's very important that whatever happens happens soon because it's going to be um, important to let people know what's going on. For sure, I think the flip side um, to people if they're trying to make the asterisk argument too is that these players have been given so much time to get healthy. 
Like, how many times do you hear, oh, you know, I mean, I've been seeing it on freaking Twitter lately, like, oh, you know, if the if Andrew Bynum was healthy in 08, like, the oh, Lakers God, would have beat the Celtics. Yeah. Not that I subscribe to that idea at all. Not even close. But, like, how many times do you hear fans say that? Like, I say it about the 2009 Celtics all the time if KG didn't get hurt. And we were saying that about this year's Celtics all the time, too. Yeah, if we weren't missing Brown or we weren't missing Kemba or if Hayward didn't break his hand, like, injuries are such a big part of this and Kemba was starting to wear down down the stretch for the Celtics that, um, yeah, this would be this would be huge for, the, for, like, the flip at, flip side of the Astros crowd that everybody gets to be healthy, everybody gets back to, like, kind of an off-season period where you can recoup and stuff like that. And I know it's definitely got to be helping Kemba because that knee was fucking shot I mean you could tell he had no quickness on anything he was had no lift on his jumper so that's also yeah it's a really good point I'm glad you brought that up because I've been thinking about that too a lot I think the Celtics are gonna be one team that benefits from that and while I also think the Lakers are dealing with like being old and having to ramp back up out of rust they're also probably they're also they're, they're also getting the flip side of being getting, getting rest and not being hurt at an older age and so it goes both ways um and it going both ways again, I think, just puts everybody back on the same level playing field that you don't have much of an argument for. Assuming nothing crazy happens, you don't have much of an argument for um, an asterisk. Honestly, I feel like it, it'll be tough. Like I, I, I feel like I'm going to say this, it's going to sound dumb, but I feel like there's the, there's the potential for this to be a better product for fans. Oh, I, 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 know, I know what you mean. I agree. Like I think like if... These players can, if the players who were kind of had nagging injuries, um, some that were like hurt and like they was they were either have to play through it for the rest of the year or they would have had to either shut shut down for a couple months to get back to themselves. Like those guys are going to be healthy again, and if they ramp up without getting hurt, you're going to have a great fully product. rested and healthy teams for the playoffs potentially. And I think it's just going to be a better product for fans in that sense. Where, yeah. Obviously, guys get up to play playoff games. Like, we've all seen LeBron go nuts in a playoff game because he has to. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine that, except LeBron hadn't just played 82 games. Yeah. He was like, he's got that mindset. Of rest. But he's healthy. Yeah. I, I like, think I, that's I just, huge. I think that's going to be an amazing product. And, like, yeah, you're going to be missing the atmosphere and the vibe of the fans because, like, We've been to a playoff game in the garden. It's huge. It's, Fans it's amazing. Are like it is yeah. so fun, and like you can I'm, you can hear it from the TV. Fans like, sometimes TV, literally like defeat it. teams on like by themselves. Like I remember watching through the TV of Game Seven back in 2018 when the Celtics played the Bucks in that first round. Before the the Bucks were the Bucks that they are now, they were a the young scary team. Terry series. Yeah, and and Giannis wasn't fully what he is now. Like that every every home team won the game that series like won their won their games on their home court and so the court like the fans literally won those games for for the Celtics um that might be obviously a little bit hyperbole but you get what i mean like fans it's have certainly s- an impact though. yeah fans have such huge impact in the playoffs on these types of games especially like young teams like if the magic were to get in i know they're going to get waxed by the the bucks anyway but they're a young team with not a lot of leadership and so that's like a young team that's going to have to now not maybe handle a, a fan setting and all that kind of stuff yeah young young players and role players typically don't play well on the road in the playoffs yeah just because they don't have would it be the mental fortitude stuff like that to, to deal with it so um going to neutral site of course changes that a bit and it sucks that we won't have the atmosphere but i mean you're telling me right now that if i told you two months ago look you can have basketball over the ensuing months with no fans or you can have no basketball at all and you'll just be sitting on your couch watching reruns of bullshit all night like i'm clearly taking basketball because i miss sports as everyone does themselves but um 
I'm fine with no fans. Uh, I know that wasn't the initial intention that everybody wanted. Like they were, I saw a lot of talk that, you know, just cancel. It's not going to be, it's not going to be the same. I can't, I can't deal with no fans. After all this, I've never felt more sure that I don't care. That fine, I don't For care. Sure. Don't and put like, fans you can there. Change the broadcast too. Like I saw people saying on Twitter, like, how much would you would you pay money? Would you pay a bit of a premium to be able to have access to? Like hot mics on the court. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be awesome. Or like, like to actually coaches. hear the players yelling at each other. Like, mm-hmm. or like mic up huddles consistently instead of like, instead of you know sometimes you get into like the little timeout scrums, um, coming back from break stuff like that. And here's what Brad Stevens just said to Kemba Walker, like some bullshit like that, with Marv Albert spitting all over himself. But now you would get that. that was a pretty good impression. <laughs> Thank you. Um, now you get that. Every time, instead of just like once in a while with Marv Albert talking over it, now you get Brad Stevens talking to Jason Tatum about the upcoming play all the time, or like stuff like that. Like, that'd be so cool to be able to see. And I think that's what kind of makes, um, not necessarily NBA All-Star Games, because they don't mic those guys up, but MLB All-Star Games, when they do like the fan interviews, or not the, uh, the fans, sorry, the player the interviews player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the broadcasts, sometimes they get a little cheesy just because the guys are clearly trying to focus on the game. But hearing them like, hearing the emotion they have in the middle, like the run of a play, that's cool. I like that a lot. And so... Having that, um, like hearing LeBron mic'd up in a playoff game, that'd be fucking awesome. Just because I'm sure he's so emotional anyway that like he'd be great in, in huddles, timeouts. He'd be great calling defensive assignments on the floor, stuff like that. Um, I think there'd be a really cool, a really cool benefactor to this that you wouldn't get otherwise. Yeah, and, I, and like it doesn't even have to be excessive. Like mics on them. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be like the player themselves is mic'd up. Like you could literally just get because there won't be fans, you could just put like zooming like I I forget I, I, they're not boom mics. I, I don't know if it's called a zoom mic, but like we used to have them in on like the high school like auditorium and stuff. They're like background noise mics. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're like suspended or they're like on the ground and they point in a direction and the whole idea is that it's like it's capturing noise in that area. Yeah. Like you could just get those and put them around the court. And have it be part of the broadcast or have it be on like kind of like what The Last Dance is doing. Like, yeah, I think ESPN has swears and ESPN 2 doesn't. Yeah. Like you could have like, okay. A slight delay on ESPN 2. Like to ESPN make sure you 2, ESPN, ESPN is going to be clean. Like it's not going to have player audio. ESPN 2, maybe you get player audio and that way you can hear LeBron like screaming at Anthony Davis to like go somewhere. Hey, or, AD, go the fuck over there. <laughs> like, yeah, or like you get Kemba like screaming at Tatum to keep shooting, or Brown like cool chirping someone. Like, yeah, anything like you get, or like even because then also the underrated aspect of that too is you're gonna hear the coaches too. Like you're gonna hear like the coaches yelling to the players when they want them to run a pick and roll, and or they want to target like this matchup in the wing because they know it's a good matchup, or they want to run a certain play like. Yo, you would hear Brad Stevens like yelling out plays. You would hear like any coach like Do- you'd hear Doc Rivers like yelling at his players, trying to mm-hmm. get what he does out of his players because you'd you'd get to see the different coaching styles. And I yeah. think we kind of hear about that, like oh, like Brad is the kind of calmer X's and O's kind of guy. Like, Very he rarely kills do you that. see him get amped up. Yeah, like you rarely see that, but you you know he kills it when he when it's like the side side out of bounds plays after mm-hmm. timeouts and things like that. Doc's been known as a player's coach to try to get the most out of his guys. Popovich is like God tier of coaching. Yeah, Like it'd be cool to kind of get to see that play out in the playoffs of like 
this is what Brad's yelling in the in a game or how he handles a game management versus like this is what Do- you hear you picked up with Doc on the broadcast. Yeah, and I think you are <clears throat> Jesus. That was a bad voice crack. Um, you already kind of get that sometimes um, if the guy yells loud enough. Like sometimes on like the Celtics broadcast, uh, you can hear Stevens yell something, and then you'll hear Mike Gorman say. And there's Stevens telling Tatum to do this, like some shit like that. And I, I love when that happens just because it's like it's a little insight to the game. And so if you got that all the time, that'd be so cool. Um, but even if the NBA, like, there's obviously some stuff that goes wrong with that. Like you, you'd have to give out, um, I don't know, there's like play calls, stuff like that for teams that they don't want to like air, stuff like that. So you'd maybe run into problems with that. Um, so if they don't want to mic anyone up, I get it. That comes into the fact that maybe you could pump in crowd noise. I'm not as big on that just because it's very artificial, but... Um, Korean basketball, uh, Korean baseball has been doing it. The KBO, they've been pumping in some Have crowd they really? noise. Yeah, they've been pumping in some crowd noise on like home runs and stuff, um, and like making it. Some aren't, some do. Like I, Jared Krabbs tweeted a video um, the other day that had no crowd noise and it was just fucking the bat destroying the ball. It was like great to hear. But there's another one I saw that did have crowd noise, and hmm. so they could experiment with crowd noise if they wanted to and try to make it like not cheesy. I'd be all right with that, I guess. But I think I think unless you're gonna have real fans there. Don't try to force it. Just, just, I don't know, adapt. Give the players mic, stuff like that, or mic up something near the court just to give us a little bit of, um, because then, then it comes almost like a park, a park kind of thing. Like, it's guys playing pickup, and you get real emotion, and, like, they start talking shit to each other, and then, like, yeah. imagine if you had that Paul Pierce, Al Harrington thing, and that was mic'd up with no fans. Like, can you imagine what Harrington was saying to Paul Pierce, and, like, they're talking back and forth, and Joe DeRozan, Joe DeRozan tell him to shut up, and then Paul Pierce, like, drains the three in Harrington's face. Like, that'd be... That'd be so cool to hear in a playoff series in the middle of Orlando with no fans around. Like, that'd be like an all-time thing. Like, yeah, Paul be, Pierce stuck a dagger in Harrington's thing. face when you heard them talking shit and you knew exactly what Pierce was saying to Harrington. You, Harrington, was saying all this shit to Pierce. And so, you have the opportunity for stuff like that, and I think that'd be awesome to see. I would love that. Yeah, I agree. So, I got two things, I think, before. I mean, I'm ready to wrap up. Yeah, same here. One... Have you picked a KBO baseball team? I have not. I have not. I, I, my, I'm like a fucking 70 year old man now. I fall asleep at like 10:30 and I wake up at six, 6:30, um, which is the most normal sleeping schedule I've ever had in the most unnormal time of my life. So that's really weird. Um, so I don't even stay up late enough. Like sometimes those KBO games are on at like 1 a.m. and I'm fucking conked. Um, yeah, I haven't watched a game yet, but the Kiwoom Kiwoom heroes i believe whatever Krabbis' team is i'm fine with that i'll just go with that yeah yeah so you're a twins fan i am a heroes fan okay expansion team underdog team oh, okay. young talent i'm here for it second thing and this is like actually relevant okay um <laughs> going back to what you said about the like play calls getting out and things like that i don't know how much i think that would actually be an issue because i don't know if it would be obviously i was just saying hypothetically it might be a little yeah bit of a hypothetically point. but i think like at the same time you got to figure that there are X amount of coaches on the bench, players on the bench. They hear Brad Stevens calling out his plays. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, so like, would it really make a difference? I kind of thought that as I was saying it. Yeah, I kind of thought of that as I was saying it anyway, but the train had already left the station, so I just rolled with it. Um, Choo-choo. Yeah, choo-choo, but no, I I definitely, um, I definitely, I I realized that as I said it, just because Stevens fucking yelling out whatever set they're in, Popovich or whoever's coaching across from is standing like 10 feet away like they're of course they're going to hear it regardless of crowd noise um 
But obviously, yeah, there's kinds of like logistical things, I guess, maybe not play calls and stuff like that, but player swears and like delays and like trying to cut that stuff out. So I don't know if you yeah, still want to get into that. That's why I feel like it almost has to be like a like an opt in kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you have to have it be set. And I don't know if it's like a like I said, I know I said earlier, like ESPN clean, ESPN two would have player audio. Yeah, I'd love that. Um, That'd be fun. But it might not even be that. It might even be something where they're like, because I know the NBA lot is going to lose a ton of revenue, and this might be a way for them to recoup to say, hey, NBA spend spend pass. thirty bucks and we'll 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 put it into league pass. Like we'll do discounted league pass, thirty bucks for the playoffs, and you guys get or for all of this, and you'll mm-hmm. get all player audio if you want it. Yeah, no, I can definitely see the two. That that I, seems I like something it. they would do just because they are made like the salary cap's already taken a hit. Like they've already announced a decrease in the salary cap, um, just for projected loss of revenue. So. I could definitely see them trying to recoup something like that. Um, overall, to like to kind of wrap it up, there's certainly a way for them to return to play here. There's certainly a way for them to make it a different fan experience if they want to. It just depends how realistic and how feasible they think it is. Um, we can sit here and spitball all day if we want to, but it comes down to the fact of, is ESPN going to support the player audio stuff if the NBA wants it? Does the NBA even want it? Do they then try to market that stuff to the league pass, like you said? Um do they finally hammer something out with Disney? Does Is Disney World fine with it? Do they have to find somewhere else for Las Vegas? And then if they go to Las Vegas, does then the players, do they care about being quarantined without family? Like, there's so many stipulations you have to get through for this to be a real thing. So I keep I get why reporters and all these guys keep saying, you know, it's still a long shot. Like, Chris Mannix has been on this boat the whole time. Like, you know, guys, this is still a long shot. Don't, don't get your hopes up. This, If I had to guess, I'd say play doesn't come back over. It does, but um, I'm holding out some hope. Like, I think that's all you can do by this point. You just hold out hope. Um, I think the opportunity is there if they want to, but it's really it's going to be tough for them to clear all those hurdles. Yeah, I'd agree. I think my closing point just is I think it's in the NBA's best interest to try to return to play in a way that's not waiting until guidelines are relaxed so they can all play back in their normal stadiums. I know that that's ideal in a lot of in a lot of cases, but that's a but long I ass re- time. It's a long time, and I really think in terms of from a from just from a business model, right? Like, you're gonna recoup more value if you play now because, like you said earlier, fans are starving for live sports. Like, I'm all hyped up about the KBO, and I haven't even watched a game yet. Yeah, no. like I'm just excited it exists, and I'm yeah. like, I have a team. I haven't watched them yet, but I randomly but will I'm check a diehard. I can games. tell you everything about them. But I can I like I'll look up if they won games. Like yeah. I think if the NBA finds a way, can figure out a way to get back before everything is kind of back to the new normal, and it like they can fill that void. They're gonna have so they have viewers. such a big like, viewership. Like look at how many viewers the like the NFL draft had. Like it had it broke one of the too. highest viewerships like they've ever had mm-hmm. be- because there was nothing on. So like. I just think it's in their best interest. So that's my last point. No, I, I completely agree with that. Um, I want to thank everyone listening for sticking through us through this. We had our own little quarantine mess up here episode just because Miles wasn't here and it's a little bit of a different atmosphere anyway. But I um, appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back next Sunday with another episode. We'll, we'll decide what the topic will be later on. But as always, thank you and uh, stay safe. Yeah, see y'all. Get us, uh, hit us up on Twitter at Pod Roundtable and give us some ideas if you have any. See you soon, and again, happy Mother's Day. See you guys.